Hello, everybody. It's Sunny Sharma back again with the India Inside podcast. Today, I want to talk about the legacy of Gandhi as seen through three of his successors, or men who fell in line after Gandhi. And the the three men that were the successors of Mahatma Gandhi during um, slightly after Gandhi's time period and kind of concurrently during Gandhi's time period were uh, Malana Azad, Jawaharlal Nehru, as well as, and lastly, uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so the reason why these three men are important, not are important, isn't just because they are some of my idols and because they they carried the ethos of Gandhi. Um, they're important because they were they were part of revolutionary movements during their time period, and they gave and they helped along with Gandhi to give an inherent meaning to the revolutionary time period in itself. So let's just start off by looking at Maulana Azad. Maulana Azad was from Saudi Arabia. He he was a very he was a very intelligent and smart young man. He was in many ways a genius. Um, he set literary clubs at a very young, literary societies at a very young period in his life. Um, he he was uh, a part of the Indian independence movement after he after he saw the famines in Bengal that were caused by the British, and then he decided to join the Indian independence movement under the guise and leadership of Mahatma Gandhi, and he became very close friends with Mahatma Gandhi. Um, Malana Azad was in charge of many newspapers during that time period, which called for Muslim and Hindu unity. In many respects, Muslim and Hindu unity would not have been possible if it wasn't for Malana Azad. So Malana Azad is very much credited with creating Muslim and Hindu unity along with Gandhi. Um, and now there's also, we can also look at the characters of, uh, uh, Jawara Nehru. Jawara Nehru was Gandhi was very close to Gandhi. This is one of the reasons why, this, in spite of there being an election, Gandhi appointed Jawara Nehru as the prime minister of India. Um, and Nehru is credited is credited with not just being a, ma- a man of international brotherhood. He was nominated twice for the no- Nobel Peace Prize, but never won it. Um, he was a man who created the modern-day nation-state of India through its creation of universities as well as um, other institutions of learning and political education. And uh, lastly, there's the person of there's the personage of one of the greatest philosophers of the 20th century, who also Nehru was one of the greatest philosophers of the 20th century. I'd say so also. But there's the character of uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and Reverend Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, during his 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 quest, during his uh, journey to get his PhD, he he learned many of the principles of nonviolence of Mahatma Gandhi, and it, and it was little unknown to him that he would he would have to use these principles in the fight for for civil and human rights during the civil rights movement for African Americans in America. And so I want to make this podcast brief, but I want to say, make something very clear is that you never know where society will place you um, as an individual in, if you are to be an activist or person in the fight for human and civil rights. In many cases, where these individuals, Malana Azad, Jawaharlal Nehru, Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., where these people were placed in society, they were in, in many ways 
I mean, it's hard to say if destiny exists, but there there must have been some des destiny that made these men be so close to the character of the ethos of, Ma of Mahatma Gandhi and to the ethos and to be so involved in the in the tumultuous uh, fight for civil liberties and human rights in both India and America. And it's it's no coincidence that these men were engaged in the ideas that Mahatma Gandhi was create was uh, fostering uh, through through his, um, what he learned through his fight for for rights for Indians in South Africa, which eventually came over to India. Um, and so uh, this is all to say you never know where you'll be placed. Malana Azad after the Bengali famine was. Involved, became involved in the Indian independence movement. Uh, Jawaharlal Nehru uh, came to India and seeing um, the injustices of the British uh, be, began to follow the example of Mahatma Gandhi along with his father who also was a lawyer and very prominent man. And uh, Martin Luther King Jr. engaged with the ideas of Mahatma Gandhi without realizing that these nonviolent ideas would be the ideas that would that would be the driving um, movers for the uh, civil rights movement in America. Um, and these these men are also significant, as as in my previous videos where I talk of human rights. These men were some of not only some of the greatest philosophers of the twentieth century; they were also some of the greatest human rights defenders of the twentieth century. Um, in many regards, um, Gandhi Gandhi died in nineteen forty eight. In nineteen forty eight was when the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was created by uh, by through the leadership of Eleanor Roosevelt, who was the wife of the wife of the deceased um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, and so this this video is all to say that these men are my idols. And they followed the, the three principles that Gandhi put forth, um, which really were principles of uh, religion, of all religions, that of, of peace. And these principles were agape love, which is unconditional love, ahimsa, which is nonviolence, which is also equated to love. As well as uh, Satyagraha, most importantly, which is truth force, which is through the force of one's example to change the consciousness of another human being. And so these men followed these principles of Gandhi in order to uh, foster, in order to support Gandhi, or as Martin Luther King Jr. or future predecessors such as Cesar Chavez and Aung San Suu Kim, uh, to foster their own um, human rights movements in their country. Um, and now to talk a little bit more about Gandhi. Um, Gandhi really was, as I said, with all these other people who I was talking about, he was placed in very specific places in society for a reason. When he w he he went to London to um, finish his uh, his uh, his uh, um, his job of becoming a lawyer. And when in London, he met, he met a cosmo um, he he met a very cosmopolitan uh, group of people. He met people who were interested in the Bhagavad Gita. He met people of the Vegetarian Society. He met people of the Theosophical Society. And in doing so, Gandhi became a global citizen. And this was no coincidence that this happened. This this really prepared him for his his uh, his um his. Uh, his uh his job as a community organizer in South Africa 
And he also in South Africa, Gandhi met many people who influenced him. Many um, men from different backgrounds. Um, when in Bombay, he met a Jain jeweler named Raichanbai, who told Gandhi that you can still live a spiritual. You can still live in the world and be spiritual at the same time. You don't have to choose one or the other. Um, and Gandhi was influenced by many people, such as uh, um, uh, Henry David Thoreau, Socrates. Um, Leo Tolstoy, um, uh, ma many people during his lifetime which shaped his, his global philosophy and to be a global citizen uh, for, and to be a defender of human rights um, for, for um, all Indians throughout the globe. And, um, you know, I just want to end this podcast in saying that you never know where society, as if you are an activist or if you are someone who wants to make a difference in the world, you never know where society will place you because there there will be times where where you will be placed in, in positions to make a difference in society. And uh, this is exactly what Gandhi did. And this is exactly what his successors, Jawaharlal Nehru, uh, Malana Azad, and Do Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did exactly the same same thing. And, and, and they fostered... Um, they fostered not only the modern-day nation-state of their country, but they left us with philosophies that were enduring for time immemorial. And their philosophies are more important now than ever as our world uh, approaches a new um, conflict in Cold War, a renewed Cold War, but a, a Cold War which in many ways will be a hot war um, with other countries around the globe. Gandhi's... Gandhi's... Uh, uh, fasting until death to reduce communal violence and to help uh, deter untouchability um, were, were examples that we should all live by. And uh, Gandhi, along with the three men who I just mentioned, um, they they, cre they created philosophy. They um, perpetuated the philosophy of agape love, um, ahimsa, and satyagraha. And these philosophies are needed in our society today in order to avoid violence and conflict. Um, so I thank you for listening. I leave you with um, peace, love, brotherhood, and justice. Bye.